Welcome back to Writing the Narrative with Jake and Eddie. I'm Jake. And I'm Eddie. Eddie, do you know what today's topic is? Public schools. Public schools. Um, we're going to take a trip uh, through our public school. We're just going to talk about... we Usually for these podcasts, we have um, a general script, right? So we have, I don't know, just a loose idea of what we're going to go over, maybe some questions that are conversation starters. But today, I'm going to trust in mine and Eddie's ability to uh, just free flow through this one. Yeah, um... I don't know. I pretty much never know what the script is. You, you're the one who normally asks the questions. So. You, yeah, but I usually come up with it like 20 minutes before the episode, and I was just, I'm on way to go pick you up today. I was just thinking to myself, man, school sucks. Let's talk about that. <laughs> like, public <laughs> yeah. school really sucks. I mean, admittedly, being up in uh, the northern Wisconsin, we actually have a very nice school. Oh, we're like top 30 in the state. Yeah. Which is really surprising that there's worse. There's so much worse. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, <laughs> imagine finding out you're like bottom one, like a thousand in the state, mm-hmm. and your school is just horrible. Because you know, whenever we go over to other schools, it's it's kind of weird because you can tell that it's just not as well maintained as our school. Oh, most definitely. When you like when we travel to other schools for sports, like track, um, we're looking around these schools, and it's like our schools are prison, right? All schools are prisons. Like, let's get real here for a minute. But like these schools in particular that we go and visit are really bad. Like yeah. really bad. Like no one wants to go there type of bad. Oh, oh my God. Anago. Anago is so bad. <laughs> Anago. I've just recently went to Anago and I'm now realizing how terribly bad Anago is. And if you guys are from Wisconsin and know where Anago is, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And if you're from Anago, um, you Sorry, sh- we're, we'll pronounce it your way, Anigo. Is it Annie? Did they say Anigo? Yeah. It's some- ant- there's a T in there. It's Antigo. Yeah, but sometimes it, it doesn't even sound like they're saying the T. Anigo. Fun fact. So uh, I've talked to Eddie about this, but Anigo has a crime rate. I know the exact number now. 96.5% higher than the national average. That's their average crime. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Rhinelander... Um, uh, a school that is we is like farther up north um they were ranked like third worst place to live in Wisconsin really because um they're basically like this mining town but they're still like there's no economy there yeah because well mining doesn't last forever yeah so their economy is just like dog shit Let's all right. We're gonna take you through a day in our high school now that we've set up the stakes. So uh, I don't know about Eddie, but I get up at what time? Eight th- eight fifteen. School starts eight fifteen a.m. Well, the bell rings at eight twenty. Right. So uh, we're also the snowmobile capital of the world. Fun fact. So this week has been snowmobile week, and so the the intersection going into the school is so tremendously backed up. That I waited at an intersection in this small ass town for like twenty minutes. Have you been in the? Have you get stuck in the intersection lately? Uh, no. You haven't. No. That that's because you know you do this wonderful, amazing thing called planning ahead, and it really works. You know, tremendous measures. No, it doesn't. Because instead of it leaving your no. house, oh my gosh, here at we the go. Regular time. Here we go. He's you, gonna ridicule me. You leave just ten minutes earlier, and surprise, surprise, no one's there yet. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. Regardless, 
traffic's bad. We get to our first class and there's always like something in the morning that you just look at and you're like, dude, it's too early for this. You know, you walk into school and you see like, I don't know, just the weirdest shit. And you're like, it's way too early for this. Well, when we first walk into the school, we go into the cafeteria, right? And that's where all the middle schoolers sit when, uh, because actually our, our middle and our high school are together in the same building. And worst idea they could have done. Yeah. Even being an eighth grader in the high school, I knew when I'm a high schooler, I know that I'm going to hate the middle schoolers. Now that I'm a senior, I'm like, eighth grader me was right. <laughs> well, we were the first class they did that with. Yeah. We were the first class of eighth graders that they moved up to the high school because they had just extra room in the high school and not enough room in the middle school. And we were like these just little kids and they were, they were so big and terrifying. Yeah. And we saw some crazy shit. Like you would walk in the hallways in pairs because you'd be terrified. Mm-hmm. Like, pff, scary. Uh, but yeah, we walk into the cafeteria and there's all the eighth graders and seventh graders. And it's like, why are you here? This is an elementary school. Not only that, but that's where most of my morning aggravation comes from. <laughs> because like, I'll... Every single day it happens to me. I don't know how, but, you know, like, I walk in and I start walking towards the stairs. And to walk towards the stairs to get up to my locker, I have to go through the cafeteria. And, you know, there's all these middle schoolers and the tables are so close together that um, they'll sit at the tables and then they'll face towards other tables. So I'll kind of block off the path. And I literally, I just run through them. I, <laughs> I, just, I just picture Eddie, like, chested up, like, ch- pecks out, and he's stomping through the fucking middle schoolers, and he's just, like, throwing them to the side as they get in his way. That's all I picture. I, I either say, move, uh, excuse me, but not politely. It's more like a, excuse me, and, you know, like a, like a very aggravated, aggressive excuse me that just means move, Yeah, but, you know. Um, or I'm just like, literally get out of the way. <laughs> That's what I tell them. I'm like, you are a burden to society. That's well, what I said one what's, time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what sucks is your locker's on the upstairs, right? Yeah. So, uh, since COVID, they used to do like, uh, before COVID, they did, um, they did seniors together, juniors together, uh, on the bottom level. And then they did like sophomores, freshmen, eighth grade, seventh grade, all on the top level. But they said, fuck that because of covid um they wanted to do alphabetically so literally it goes uh on our lockers from left to right it will go in a repeating pattern it'll go senior junior sophomore freshman eighth grade seventh grader in a locker row yeah and so they did that alphabetically all the way through and unfortunately uh eddie here his last name is not high on the alphabet and so he is way 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 down there yeah <laughs> on this on the on the top floor because all the cool people because all the like upperclassmen classes are usually on the bottom floor Mm -hmm. so what we have here is poor eddie is like way on the second floor with all the middle schoolers and the underclassmen and cool jacob is on the very bottom of the second floor on the first floor i mean very bottom all the way to like the farthest i can go because my last name is really high on the alphabet all the way down I'm just I'm so far away from it all. I love it. Um, and the funny thing is that I only have one class that 
is on the second floor, all of them, all the rest are on are the first on, floor. On, no. on the first so floor. every time you have to go up and down the stairs. Yes. No, that's and, horrible. And what's interesting is that all my classes are over by your locker. You know, either the shop classes or, yeah, the, yeah. or the computer classes. And that is on the exact opposite side of my locker. So I can't even just like... Oh, so the so the shop classes are bottom left. Your locker is top right, but on yes, the second floor. Oh exactly. my gosh, that's horrible. So that's I, the worst. I have to traverse all the way up to my locker and then go all the way back down. I have to like basically sprint through the hallways in order and to make you it. Gotta, you got to get through the little kids. Got to just pop through them. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I would I would lose my mind. I would show up late to every class and be like, I don't know what you want from me. Like, I'm not, I don't care. <laughs> Actually, um, last year, because of COVID, they had the middle schoolers and the high schoolers on different bell schedules. So we would not be in the same hallways together because, you know, they, they didn't want that many uh, uh, close contacts or whatever. And it was actually really nice. Because there were never any middle schoolers in the hallway at the same time I was. So I didn't have to deal with that. But now I have to deal with it again. <laughs> and it's oof, tenfold. tenfold. Yes, like, uh, Not to mention you're older and now they're younger. Like yeah. the gap keeps growing and it just keeps getting worse. Exactly. And it's like even the freshmen. Like I, I can't distinguish that well between middle schoolers and freshmen. I can't blame you. Yeah. There's no way to tell. So There's literally no way to tell. I, I just run over all of them, especially when they walk on the left side of the hallway. Because, mm-hmm. like, in our school, we just walk on the right side. Mm-hmm. Like, it has been said before, like, it's a rule in the school, but, like, just everyone knows it. Walk but, on the right, walk on the... Like, driving. You're yeah. literally, like, driving. Exactly. Like, if you're going to turn, because there's a T intersection in our hallway, right? But if it's, like, traffic, if you're going to turn, don't turn into oncoming traffic. Maybe wait a little bit. Don't just turn into the corner, because you're going to fucking hit somebody. Exactly. It makes me so mad. They're so stupid. And I I have gotten to the point, I started a, a little bit junior year, but now, senior year, I do not care. If you are in the... on, If I am the oncoming traffic... I am not stopping, <laughs> right? I've I've started to do that this year where like I like to avoid confrontation. I'm like touching people. It's like a thing. So when someone like comes and I know I'm going to hit them because they're like standing in the middle of the hallway talking to somebody, I like maybe kind of avoid them. I used to, I like step to the side. I'll like, you know, turn my chest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I puff up. I'm like <clears throat> I just check them cuz they're tiny. So little hockey check them. <laughs> yeah, hockey check them into the lockers because then you they learn. Because I bet no one does it. No one teaches them. Someone needs to teach them. Yeah, that like standing in the middle of the hallway talking to your friend will get you checked. Mm-hmm. Like stand off to the side. Stand in a side hallway. Just don't stand in the main hallway. Why? Yeah, it makes no sense. Okay, so yeah, then we've talked about how horrible our hallways are. But most hallways are horrible in schools. But just, just the weirdest shit. Like couples standing. Then that's when it gets really weird when you get a little bit later, right? Because all the mm-hmm. middle schoolers and freshmen and sophomores are worried about being late. So they're like going, they're like going to their classes. So like we have five minutes, right? Between classes. Um, or it's some odd amount. It's I, a think, really, I think it's six. Is it six minutes? Yeah. And so then we, second breakfast is seven. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So we have six and seven minutes. So like past four minutes. You won't see a lot of middle schools and underclassmen. You'll see the upperclassmen. And this is where it gets yes. whack because that's when you see the couples doing the 
fucking freaky as shit and saying the dumbest shit and it just makes me so mad like i can't even describe it i can't i walk past the business hallway and there'll be like a girl like sitting on the floor and then a guy like sitting above her so like i'm trying to visualize this hard but like girl on the floor guy standing above her okay they're both leaning against the wall so Mm -hmm. like picture like a emperor penguin and then having a little baby penguin in between its legs yeah right that's that's what you should picture the girl is in between the guy's legs but they're leaning against the wall wait but like why i don't know that's that's what i'm saying (laughs) that's what i'm saying it's seven in the morning it's fucking too early for this shit and and there he's just like petting her hair oh no (laughs) i'm like you know what's even worse than that though is when you do see the middle schoolers and the underclassmen doing doing the same thing oh no that makes me even more uncomfortable because like i was walking through the halls and um to like because i traverse literally the entire school i see the weirdest shit yeah, sometimes that's true um especially because i go all the way through the the second floor and then down the the backmost staircase um i i walk through all of the underclassmen and well, it's not just underclassmen anymore, but I feel like there's more underclassmen up there still. Yeah, true, yeah. And it, it's it's like I'm walking through, and there's these two middle schoolers that are, like, hugging, and then they kiss, and then they walk off, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't need to see two, like, 12-year-olds do that. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to my goddamn class. Or another one is, uh, oh, I saw some middle schoolers standing by their lockers, and I, like... I had my, okay, wait, no, no, I was late for class, but I had an excused late for, I was coming from gym and we were outside. And so like, he mm-hmm. had, we got, came in too late. So I was excused and the hallway was empty except for this one couple that was like standing there. And I, I pretended to have my earbuds in, but they weren't like playing music because I just don't want people to talk to me sometimes. Yeah. And I hear, I hear the, the, the guy standing and leaning against the locker, like stereotypical Jack pose. And the girl is like you know, grabbing her shit from her bag. And he's like, you're so hot, baby cakes. <laughs> like, oh, no. And I'm like, did you just fucking say that? No shot, brother. And she's like, baby, stop it. Not here. Oh. I'm like, oh, no, man. No, come on. <laughs> I'm just looking over. I'm like, <laughs> pretend like they, I can't I can't because I can't laugh because I don't know I'm listening we're the only fucking people in the hallway dude and I, I would have laughed in their face <laughs> I, I would have been like I'm trying dude. so hard I'm trying so hard and I'm just sitting there like <sighs> I think I think my funniest experience has been I was just about to go down the uh the staircase and right before that that area it's it's where you're girlfriend's locker is you know oh yeah yeah okay um, there was <laughs> there was this middle school couple um the girl was uh, grabbed the guy's arm because he was like walking away oh, no. she's like no i'm i'm sorry you know i didn't mean to and he turns back and he's like i hate you <laughs> and <then> just <laughs> walks off and i'm like dude what did she do what did I, she do i though? hate you he just walks off. That's cold. In the hallway with like a crowd of people and they just like separate in yeah, the crowd. That's it was, movie. It was like early too. It was like one or two minutes in. I, I got down there fast and I was walking to to go down and I saw that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I can't. Oh, the, the another whack thing is when we were freshmen mm-hmm. and like freshmen would because 
no offense, but like we would always see like freshmen, like sometimes, like occasionally it happens, our freshman class, they would date seniors, right? It's really not common, but like when it did happen, everyone in the small school knew. And yeah. So I mean, it happens a lot in other schools, but like you kind of look at the girl a little bit different and you look at the guy way different too. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not a, it's a weird thing to happen. Yeah. And so when there was a freshman girl and a senior dating, everyone knew about it and they had this spot under, under the um, stairs, a blind spot where the cameras couldn't see them and they mm-hmm. would everyone knew they would always go there after in between every class and they'd make out. Oh no. Do you know what I'm talking about? Wait, when we were freshmen? Yeah. There was, there was someone in our grade who yeah. dated No, I don't. You know. don't know who I'm talking about? No. Um trying to think how I could relate this to you. Regardless, they would always just they would make out underneath the stairs. And I'd walk by and I'd see it every time. Or they'd be cuddling or the snuggling or just doing the weirdest shit. And they eventually had to put a teacher to stand just in that corner so they wouldn't do that shit. Oh, God. Another one. I was a fucking freshman walking to my class. And there's these, like, divots in our hallways that are, like, just weird, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a weird structure of our hallway. Mm -hmm. There's the side hallways. And then there's, like, little divot corners, right, where it kind of, like, presses in. And I'd turn the corner one time. And it's these two seniors just tongue to tongue going at it. Oh, like no. I turned. The, yeah. And I, like I'm not over exaggerating this when I say like he was pinned on the wall. She was just going downtown in his mouth. Mm. Right. And I turned the corner. And as a freshman, like I didn't I didn't I've never seen that shit before. So I just freeze. I'm like, oh, shit. And I like turn around and walk the other way and go down the other way of the hall. <laughs> and they just start laughing at me. And I'm like, dude, don't do that in, uh, in high school. Like, yeah, that's weird. That's weird. And it's like you like the attention. It's like you like being watched. It it's kind of weird because I I hate being one of those people that say our grade is the best grade, but I feel like we like well, the we're, grade we're pretty normal. Yeah, we're the most normal grade because even the grade above us was not normal. Two grades above us, I think, was like pretty normal. Yeah, they were. They had some. Yeah, they were nice people. Yeah, and then three grades above us were just like absolutely weird. Um, then you look below our grade, the the class of twenty twenty three. They're super weird. The class of um twenty twenty four. All right, I don't know a lot of classes twenty twenty four. I I think they're all right. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're normal. Yeah, they're pretty normal. And then once you get past that, then it's just all just, no. I, I don't even know him, to be honest. I don't want to know him. I don't yeah, want to get exactly. to know him. So we talked about the hallways, talked about like, yeah, there's the weird shit in between passing time. And then we had classes. Mm, yeah. And 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 I don't know. I feel like because we're going to put this out there and like there are going to be people who listen and they're going to be like, oh, my God, my high school is the same. You're not special. But like it's just I don't know. It feels weird. We have teachers that are like so polar opposite of each other. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it, it the class definitely depends on the teacher. And that's every class in every high school, but like with such a small school, it's so weird. It's just so weird to see like cuz you'd think they would have like a uniform like like not sh- super strict but not super loose, kind of like in between. There mm-hmm. are teachers that are just like off the deep end of both. Yeah. Just completely. Yeah. I don't know how they get along. And they say they're friends. Mm-hmm. But like they're just so polar opposite. Yeah, we, we had a teacher talk for like an entire block period once and not hand out an assignment. Do you remember that business law? 
Yes. He literally would, he literally, there was a class where he talked the entire time. And our principal is like this very strict, very serious guy. I don't know how the fuck he gets away with it with our principal. Not only that, but our business law teacher um, says that he talks with him all the time. Says that he's like friends with our pals. Yeah, good pals with our principal. And I'm like, I'm thinking about it and it's like, this guy over here, the, our business law teacher, literally is asking our principal if it's allowed for us to use notes on the final. Right. Like, he wants us to use notes on the final. And it's like, okay, dude, like, if you want me to, yeah. but, like, that's not what normal teachers do. And he's just, he lets him do it. He lets him do yeah. that stuff. He doesn't even, even if he says no, he doesn't ask permission, he does it anyways. Exactly. There was a time in our business class where I was on my phone and like we have a we have a very strict across the school no phone policy, right? But like he does not care. So you can go on your phone, you can like have you not even doing even to hide it. You can just sit there and play on your phone and he won't stop you. Mm-hmm. You could do it the entire class period and he won't stop you. But the, the the crazy thing is is one time he was babbling on about some story. He loves to tell stories. Um but I was sitting there on my phone, right? And I just had a meta moment where I like, I'm like, maybe I should listen. And I set down my phone and I look up and literally every person in the class is on their phone, like not listening. Wow. And I, I just let that sink in for a moment. I just, I sat there and just watched as he literally talked to nobody. That That's something that I've also noticed. He talks to nobody because nobody responds. No exactly. Because everyone's on their phone or doing something else. But this time I looked up, everybody was on their phone. And he was just babbling to the back wall. I I don't know what he was talking to. And he actually has like uh, a lot of credentials in like business and business law. And he he's been in the business world for a long time. Mm -hmm. He's a lot of like good stuff to say. He has like rentals and Uh, does Airbnb. Very financially free, um, good investor. But he just I don't know. He tries to be too cool. Yeah, I think so. Um, It it's kind of weird because like. He he does what we want. He doesn't do what he wants. Oh, we could if we all banded together, we could do anything in that class. Yeah, definitely. We could literally make decisions for the class. If we just all said, "Hey, let's go do like this game. Hey, let's go do this." Then he'd be like, "Oh, okay. I'll do that tomorrow." It's like, "How? We turned a 5-minute break into a 20-minute break once last year <laughs> because we just kept talking to him and he just didn't care." And, yeah, that's also happened in one of my classes where we went outside and it was, like, really sunny and it was warm. And uh, we were like, uh, can we just work out here? And he was like, oh, I don't know. Like, all the tables, all the outside tables where people work, they're all, like, taken up by other classes. And we somehow convinced him to just work outside. They just sit on the concrete and work. We we sit on the grass in like seventy degree perfect weather. And <laughs> just great. do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, now on the other side. Now, could you imagine? He used to have because because of COVID. He, now he has straight desks. But I heard stories of how his you his room used to be laid out. There were tables. Oh, yeah. There were tables, big tables with like bouncy balls and to like sit on. rolling chairs. Oh and... my god! And and I heard stories from like upperclassmen when I was a freshman that they would like sit on the bouncy balls and like race each other around the room when he was talking and like they just didn't care they'd trash things they'd like mm-hmm. break 
bouncy ball. It was now on the other end of the spectrum. We have teachers that are like so isolated from the outside world mm-hmm. because we're in the boondocks and so isolated from the outside world that they they don't know like not like the meta, but like I, how do you describe it? Like the culture, like teenagers today's culture. Yeah, yeah. He is like this. Our our science teacher just has no concept of the outside normal world. Dude didn't he? And he's not like a. 80 year old man right we're talking like a young 20 something how how old do you think he is 28 yeah he's late 20 be, early 30s yeah he's got to be in that age he he's like balding but you can tell he's like fit. he's young he's, he's fit. young and fit um but like he just doesn't rest, i don't know what it is he he grew up in a really isolated house he was he went through the college age but he didn't get um a like a he had a flip phone up until like two years ago mm-hmm. and so he he felt that everything should be like textbook he doesn't like chromebooks I feel like every lecture should be you know on the whiteboard and he just the way he handles phones in his classroom is so unbelievably strict it's crazy oh yeah if if he sees you on your phone at all he has this thing called the phone jail and it immediately it goes, phone in jail. There, goes in there goes in there be like i was texting my dead grandmother because she just died. And he'd be like, give me that shit. I don't care. It's <laughs> like, I was. someone wished me a happy birthday. We were on break. Uh, we get a five-minute break for each hour 15 class. And I was on five-minute break. And I was on my phone along with someone else. And the and the uh, the break ended. But, like, we didn't notice because we were just sitting down in the class. And, like, a second over, he's like, all right, you guys are on your phone. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm sitting there. Like, like 15 seconds past break time. And he's like, give yeah. me the phones. Give me. And he put in his phone jail um homeroom every teacher lets phones during homeroom Mm -hmm. he's the only one if he sees it he takes it we're not even doing anything at home homeroom is just a weird gap period that we have because of our block schedule and he just he takes phones for no reason yeah exactly Uh, he and he also does not care whatsoever about your feelings oh zero percent because like i was having a bad day one day and i just didn't want to do my work and i told him that and he's like you still have to do your work no matter what you're a student here and i was like what i'm i'm not doing this i'm so i just sat in class and at, at the at the end of the class period um i didn't do anything and he was like why didn't you do your work and i just looked at him and said just go away <laughs> just go. you have to he has no concept of people's feelings emotions you could be i i remember one time I was napping. I was sleeping. I fell asleep in class because he was lecturing with the lights off for like an hour. And most teachers would be like, hey, had a long day or something? Like really nice. He'll just be like, this is why you're failing the class, Jacob. I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, seriously. Like this is ridiculous. You yeah. Just- well, there are some teachers that wake you up in funny ways. Like we have an English teacher who who like yells a lot and stuff. But he does some funny stuff where like, um, if someone's asleep, he'll take a textbook and um, hold it up high in the air and then drop it on your desk. And it, it's like super loud and it like scares the shit out of somebody when they wake but up. But the funny thing is he only does it to people he like hates. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, and it's so obvious too because like other kids will come up and be like, hey, buddy, you want to want to wake up for me? And then he'll just be like, give me the textbook. And he'll be like lifting <laughs> it up and he'll slam that shit. I'm like dude that's so unnecessary we had a kid 
uh, napping in English class. Mm-hmm. And then I've never seen it before. It was dead silent. We were supposed to be working. He started like moaning and shit. Oh, <laughs> his, I know what you're talking about. In his about. fucking seat. He was sitting there and he, was, he had his hands covered up and it was dead silent in the room. And all I hear is... Go away. And we're all like, what the fuck? And then he stands up and he's like, is that who I think it is? And we're like, yeah, that's that's him. That's that dude right there. <laughs> and he like, yeah, he wakes him up. And he's like, having a bad dream there, buddy? He's like, <laughs> he's like completely out of it. <laughs> it's funny because the guy who was doing that is like the most redneck kind of person, like tries to be masculine and stuff. Oh, and yeah. He's like, like the big tough guy. Uh and sometimes he is. He is come. He does come off as somewhat intimidating sometimes. Yeah. But other time, but like just seeing him do that was so funny. I don't know what it was. It got me. I got me laughing. Yeah. Uh, what else is there to say about our school, Eddie? We got we got horrible teachers. Not horrible. Just some that are really yeah, weird. Yeah, really weird teachers because like they're the ones who are there to have a good time, and they're the ones who are there to, to work to retire. Yeah, <laughs> to like get their paycheck and because leave. like you have our our business teacher who is there to just like talk and have a good time. You also have um this one English teacher um who is really really weird, and I think he he just really likes to be weird to mess around with kids. Who is this? Um, Which one? The bald one with the goat. Okay, yeah, yep. Yeah. He's yeah, he's a whack he's a little wacko. Sometimes. Yeah, he's he's a little wacky. I think you told a story about him before on the on the Oh, I definitely did. Yeah. The the one about talking in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was I told that story where he walks into the bathroom, he's like, Got a full house here, huh? It was dead silent in the bathroom. He's like going to take a piss and he lets it go and he's like, Ugh like that stereotypical moan when you pee but like a public packed bathroom and i'm like <laughs> dude what the heck but he's just a wacky guy i don't know he'll leave class and he'll be like not tell us where he's going and then he'll just it'll be gone for like half of class yeah and he does not care about swearing in front of kids which is what makes me respect him as a teacher oh he swears all the time yeah um another thing that happened was one time we were sitting there. It was not. It wasn't the end of the year. It was still like three weeks of school left. Mm-hmm. So last year we did this experiment because our vice principal had attendance, and he would always be on the teachers about attendance. And so we got into class. He comes in. He's like, "What if I marked everybody absent, and we just hid you guys outside?" I'm like, "No fucking way. This is about to happen." <laughs> and so. He he marks everyone in the class absent. He mm-hmm. calls the he calls the uh, lady um, in the in the office, and he's like, "All right, here's the deal. We're faking this, but you need to tell Mister Tilly that." Uh, oh, I just said his name. I don't give a fuck. Uh, he t- he calls her vice. He tells the vice principal um, to tell everyone that everyone has not shown up for class, but he'll be mm-hmm. in the room. And he tells her it's a joke, but he says, "Make it serious. Make it sound serious." And so he calls him. And then all of a sudden, we all like, he's like, what are you waiting for? Go, leave. And we're like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? And so he takes off and we're going downstairs and we leave. And we're all standing outside. It was like cold out. Yeah. And we're all standing outside hiding against the wall. And 
I guess Mr. Tilly just came in, and then we hear over the PA, well, Mr. Olivati's class, please report, please report anywhere to any teacher. And we're like, is what? Why is he doing this? <laughs> and he's like just pulling a prank on Mr. Uh, our vice principal. And we go into the cafeteria, and he's waiting there for us. And he's like, who was in charge of this? Because he didn't own up to it. He literally <laughs> didn't own up to it. He's, oh, God. he's like, I'm going to let this slide this one time. This has never happened before, but it was a pretty good one. You almost got me, guys. But who was in charge of it, really? Who was in charge of it? And we're like, is he really not going to? He's standing He's standing right there next to the vice principal. He's like, this wasn't funny, guys. This was pretty serious. <laughs> like, who did this? <laughs> we're like, are you kidding me right now? Because he did it. He orchestrated this whole thing, and he just didn't own up to it. And he's like, all right, I get it. You guys don't want to own up to it. Well, let's go back to class now. <laughs> and that was the time the entire uh, the entire class got marked absent. Wow. That's a crazy story. Yeah, I haven't told that. I should tell that one more because that's pretty. That's a great. That's a great story. Yeah, I actually kind of forgot that that happened because I heard it over the PA system, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what that's about. And then you told me about it, and I was like, that's whack. I just couldn't believe he didn't own up to it. He uh, also coaches the girls' basketball team, and he, you know. He's you could just tell he's a coach the way he talks to people. Yeah, he makes them feel like he's not afraid to just call you stupid, flat out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he, he's just an interesting man. Do you have any other interesting teachers? Oh, we have that one super sensitive culinary arts teacher. Oh, geez. I I don't have a class with her, but I've heard plenty of stories where she's just cried. I've I have a class with her. Has she cried? And, uh, no. Has she come close? Um, she deals with one student who, I think, I don't know. I think they have something where like, they just say whatever they think and they can't, they have no, yeah, they have no filter. Okay. And, um, so he'll just like come in, sit down and be like, my grandma died last night. And then we're like, what? And she doesn't know how to run. She's like, oh, that's really sad. She's socially awkward. She's very socially yeah, awkward she's, teacher. Yeah, she's very socially awkward. But, like, she feels the need that she has to say something to that student. So I visibly, like, every single day see her be, like, completely uncomfortable. Just extremely uncomfortable because of this one student who just, like, who will just say anything. There's always a kid like that who's okay. So I'm a. I would like to say I'm a class clown, right? Yeah. But I don't like do shit to get me sent to the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always the class clown, and then there's the kid who takes it too far, right? Yeah. So like my my class clownness is like funny rebuttals to teachers and like using my words. I don't do like actions to make the class laugh. I say like weird stuff that like usually you just wouldn't say to a teacher, but like not inappropriate things. But some people just do stuff, and it's like. That's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. Why did you just do that? <laughs> um, setting off fireworks in like the woods lab. Oh, And then God. like people running away and saying it's like gunshots. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Does that happen? Yes, that's oh, happened. Jesus. And, th- and it's like, that's not a funny joke. Yeah. And like two kids got suspended. And I don't know. Because he set off fireworks and the both of them ran away and they heard the pop, pop, pops. And they're like, there's a gun. He has a gun. And it's like, what? Yeah, that's not something no. that you like joke about. <laughs> um, school fights. Do you, have you seen it? Oh, can we talk about your school fight? <laughs> can we yeah. talk about your school fight? Yeah, I thought it was funny. I think it's funny. 
don't yeah. think it's that bad. Uh, yeah, it's not that bad, but like it it was definitely interesting because I'm five foot seven. The guy who I fought was six foot four, like two hundred fifty pounds. And you're good friends now. Yeah, you're kind of good friends now, so it's it's all right. But we had, I think it was sophomore year. It must have been sophomore year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a recess, or like not a recess, but like if you're done eating, you can go in the gym and do whatever you want. So we we used to do pick up basketball games, and we we're off on this side court, and this kid was just playing. He's not a good basketball player, even though he's six five. Yeah, he just plays like super aggressive. Like he was going stupid crazy, and he got a rebound. And I, I was standing there, and he turns and was, like, flailing his arms, and he elbowed you in the face, right? Is that what happened? Or did he elbow you in the gut? No, that that's not what happened. Oh, really? That's not what pissed me off. What pissed you off? What did he do? Don't you remember? I made, like, the only three-point shot I've ever made in a pickup basketball Oh, yeah, game. and then you talked major shit, didn't you? No, I didn't talk shit, but he, um, he grabbed my glasses and th- threw them off of oh. my face. And then I punched him in the face. <laughs> And then, and then after I punched him in the face, he because he, he's a six foot four. Yeah, he fucking two, picked you up. He he, he picked me up and body slammed me. Dude, that was dude, whack. Dude, that was the that was the first time I felt my entire spine crack. I I like got slammed onto the ground and I I it actually felt really relaxing. Oh yeah, because it it went up my entire spine and then. I like had this point one second of relief, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta get. Back then up. you pop back up so quick. Yeah, you were like you. To be honest, you was he did lift you up and slam you, mm-hmm. but like the way you got up was so quick, you like pop back up, and like <laughs> yeah. it didn't even affect you. I'm like, what the fuck? And at that point, we had like guys in between you two breaking up the fight. And by guys, <laughs> you mean you, me, and like two others were like tr- pushing you guys back. Yeah. Um, I just remember. As he was walking away, you were like, you were super calm about it. You were like calm, angry. So like you were really mad, but you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And you're standing there like staring at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> but he was like enraged. Oh, yeah. He was enraged. He's like, you do that again, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to kill you, Eddie. And he's like walking away. I'm like, damn. Like you just said he going to kill you. Yeah. Which is whack. And the funniest part was there was actually a, a substitute teacher who oh, was no, no. sitting it was there? was the special ed teacher. Oh, really? It was a special ed teacher. And she, like, tried, but, like, she was old and, like, f- like 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. Wouldn't be able to break up this fight. She tried, and she just didn't even report it. I thought for sure, because she saw it, she was going to say something to yeah, someone. Yeah, I thought so, too. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to go and get involved with the principal and everything. And, like, she just didn't do anything. Exactly. She, I think what her words were was, like, I understand that, like, this only happens like a few times. I'll I'll let this one off the hook as long as you two apologize to each other. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh okay. okay. She didn't even ask for your names or anything. She exactly. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Um, which that was crazy. Uh, I did get into a fight two times. I remember. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't know about this. Well, okay. So. It was one time it wasn't at our school. It was at my old school down in Milwaukee. And then the second time it wasn't at the school. It was at the uh, our hockey arena. Hmm. And I'm going to go through both of them. Okay. So the first one was definitely like a full-on fist fight. I was maybe in third grade. 
yeah. we were getting ready for football practice. Not, I think it was like flag football practice. I was in the bathroom getting changed. And I had a duffel bag on the ground. And this one kid, I think Manny was his name, he grabbed my duffel bag and was pulling it out like of the stall. And yeah, I was I was fucking butt booty naked. And he grabbed my clothes and he fucking pulled it out from the bathroom stall. And I was pissed. And he like threw it back in there, but like it was all messed up and shit. And like he I only had like my shorts. So I like I put on the shorts and then again he grabs my bag and pulls it out. And I go out there and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, don't grab my shit. And he's like, I'm gonna grab whatever I want. And then again, I was the initiator and I shoved him. Yeah. Right. I initiated the fight and I, I shoved him and I'm like, don't grab my shit. And then all of a sudden, Manny just fucking laid laid into me and I could not fight. Like he was much bigger than me. Uh-huh. And Manny beat the shit out of me. Oh god. And it was bad because it was those urinals that like drop down into the floor. Oh yeah. So like they're in the floor. And like I just I don't the only thing I remember from the fight was like he was grabbing my clothes again and like we were tussling and I grabbed my clothes and he like 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 I, from an action movie, he was like spinning me around because I was hanging on and he was in the middle and he was like spinning me on the floor and like i was getting dragged through all the fucking the shower water i was oh, getting dragged i fell into the urinal oh. so i'm covered in piss yeah and at this point i'm crying my eyes out he just beat the shit out of me and i hear a teacher come in and she's like what's going on in here and i'm hiding in the stall and i pretend like i don't hear anything and she opens the door and there i am just covered in water and piss and crying and she i'm like bruised i'm bruised up mm-hmm. and she's like <sighs> And she like drags me down to the office, and then we, yeah. Oh, so I, I, yeah, I lost my first fight. All right, now we're gonna fast forward to uh, my definitely my eighth grade year. I was known as being like this really calm, fat kid because at this point, from uh, transferring from Milwaukee to this small town, I grew five inches. I put on like twenty pounds of weight. I was a huge eighth grader. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not a huge human now. I'm like. Six one, maybe like one hundred and eighty pounds, right? Which is big, but not like overly huge. But like, I haven't grown since eighth grade. So like eighth grade, I was like six, like I was like six, like pushing two hundred. Like I was a fat big kid for eighth grade. Yeah, I was huge for eighth grade. And so there was this time this kid kicked my slushy that I bought, and I just I haven't fought since then. I was super calm, and I was with a group of friends. And I don't remember what came over me, and I never have had that strength before. But I literally, I picked the kid up, I pinned him on the wall, and I said, "Get the fuck out of here!" And I tossed him like five feet, and he ran away. Oh, wow. This kid that was significantly, I think he's about the same size as me, and everyone's like, "Oh, this kid's the shit! Oh my god, he just beat on him!" And I still get, it, he still gets brought brought up to this day. I've, uh, I was with Frank. Oh, really? I think Frank will tell you the story. Wow. He was with me when I like picked him up and threw him, and I was like, "Yeah, that kid's an ass." But that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Those are my two fights. That's it. That's mm. all I got. Wow. Now I just verbally assault people with my words. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, trying to think. High school. What else is there? I mean, whack teachers, horrible hallway, school fights. Yeah. I mean, I think now we can finally talk about the the actual education that we get. Oh, true, the, true, true, yeah. true, true. We can talk about that. Um it's kind of shit <laughs> yeah. sometimes. I I think they purposely make it unenjoyable. Um this is the only lesson that I have ever been taught from school and that's 
learning how to get over doing something you don't want to do. True. Because I don't want to do any of it. None of it. None. none and none of it is educational to me. It's just doing work that I don't want to do. That's and they it. don't they don't make it fun. It's always like like big packets, huge yeah. packets. Or, or it's like quickly explaining a lesson and then when a kid asks a question you get mad cuz they asked about the lesson, but like you just learned it. And it's like sometimes, you know, as a kid, I drift off. Every kid drifts off. Every teenager drifts off and doesn't pay attention. Yeah. And when you ask questions, they make you seem like you're the biggest idiot in the world for asking a question. <laughs> you just learned the subject like not even a day ago, maybe two days ago. I mean, it, it does depend on like the teacher because like our science teacher who doesn't care about other people's emotions, he'll be like, what do you mean? We just talked about that. And then he'll make you feel stupid. But then our our business teacher, who always talks all the time, will just repeat it. He'll he won't care. He will he he'll, he'd probably go into like more in depth and then just go on to his stories again. So the thing is, we talked about how our school is like top thirty in the state. That comes at a catch. They want to keep our graduation rate and our education so high that sometimes i feel like my high school when i do get my high school diploma and i will uh when i when i finally do get it i feel like it's gonna be like undervalued or like not undervalued what's a good word here it it just it won't feel as accomplished getting it because some of the kids that put in like no work at all they they want the graduation rate to stay the high so they will literally like force these kids through high school like kids that like get straight f's um do not care get into fights get suspended they just they force them through like you will graduate we will make yeah. you graduate like and so we give so many chances as a high school oh yeah there's been only a few people that i know of that have gotten expelled and we have this thing called the phoenix center which is where all the credit deficient kids go and so if you have failed, like... Easy math classes. Yeah. Like, easy, what you need to graduate requirement then, math classes. Then you go to the Phoenix Center, and you just do these big packets, and you can actually graduate early at the Phoenix Center. Yeah, you could, you could be behind your graduation. Like, you won't graduate unless you're a super senior, and they'll just be like, no, no, I don't think you will. And there will be... I've known kids who have graduated ahead of me, even though I've been in the same classes with them, where they're behind. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm talking like simple addition. Like they do like cross multiplication and like addition. Yeah. Like the easiest shit in the world. And they just force these kids to graduate. And that's what keeps our graduation rate so high. But at the same time, it's like, why do I even try? You know, why do you, you don't even, it's, it's like, you know, we're just numbers to you at sometimes. That's what it feels like at our school. Yeah. It feels like we're numbers and they just don't care like about individuality. The only time you would ever care is if you want to, like, go to college. Right. And, you know, at our school, we get pushed to this one college that's, like, online classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You're doing it, right? Yeah, I'm doing, uh, yeah, it's an online course. And um, so you can actually get scholarships just for coming from the school that we're at. I'm yeah. pretty sure. You can get, there's a, I'm, I'm applying for that scholarship. Yeah. It's literally called our high school scholarship. And yeah. It applies to the, the nearby community college. Exactly. And it's like you, normally you try for college, 
but you could just go do online oh, they classes. Will, they will accept and, anything. Yeah. They will literally take anybody. And because it's a because it's a community college where like you do two years there and then you transfer to somewhere else normally. You save loads of money. Uh not only that, but also um the the universities are more likely to take you because you've already done two years of community college. Right. They so, don't they don't look at your high school. Your high school. Yeah. Look at your college transcripts. So, and that means that you could just not try in high school whatsoever. Be like fail a ton of classes, be very credit deficient, and then go to the the place where you make up the credits, do easy packets, and then pass anyway. And then that doesn't even affect your your college at all. Yeah, and they'll take you, and then you do two years. You show like average intelligence and like those classes are very easy in college that college so like yeah. you, you show like any kind of like smarts maybe like just a b average student you'll get into like a usually like only three eight three seven gpa mm-hmm. they'll take you because you've shown that you will not drop out probably not and like i know a, a junior who is in the high school right now and he's like this incredibly smart guy and he was telling me about these Nicolay classes that he's um that he's taking and he was like yeah uh i have this one about making uh oh what is it called not decision boards but it's like the slideshow like no not a slideshow it's like um you know like boxes and then you connect it to the other boxes oh shit uh Venn diagram no, no not, that's not a Venn diagram. <laughs> um, whatever, whatever that thing is called, it, it's literally just putting boxes, and then you know, like connecting the boxes, like um, whatever you call that. Prezi? No, but it, it's a class just on doing that, and it's insane because he probably just saved like a thousand dollars. Well, well, not only that, but it, it's like it was so easy that he did the entire course, which is supposed to take months, in one day. What? Yeah. He just he just did test after test after test, which you can do. They don't have a limit on how many lessons a day that you can do. And he passed the class. And he passed. He did it all in one day. He was like, yeah, I've been saving this class for last because it's so easy. And then he, I, I watched him just power through like a quarter of it in like two hours and it's like that's insane imagine how much money you just saved in a day yeah for a college course that would take whatever how many credits i don't know there's actually colleges that won't accept the credits from that school but like all uw schools have a system where they accept community college credits exactly so we don't have to worry about it unless you go out of state or like to a really private college Mm -hmm. i'm i'm even thinking about like if i were to go to college i would do that college like even someone like me who doesn't want to go to college would just do that. Yeah, feels like I I could. And they if I and wanted. they give like good degrees. Like you get two years in accounting, um, two years in business management, like just really easy business things. Like a, a two year degree in accounting gets you around like fifty thousand dollars median income. Yeah, higher end sixty five, and then at that point you can just transfer your credits to a big UW, and then let's say well you can do two years, take a gap year be an accountant for a year, make like $50,000 and then pay for your next two years of college and you're yeah. set. I'm pretty sure it's called like associate degree. Mm-hmm. 
if you have an associate's degree in accounting, you're like decently set. And tuition, if you're wondering how much tuition is at this small community college, um, after scholarship, I've looked at the prices. I think it comes out to like 3000 a year, which is nothing. Yeah. That's nothing for college. And, and like um, there was this guy who came in for our accounting class and he he was a guest speaker and he was an accountant um who's actually Andrew's brother oh really yeah and um so it was really interesting because he said all you have to do is get a 2 year associate's degree be an accountant for like around 6 months maybe a year if um whatever the company needs and they will pay for the rest of your college. So you can go back to college, get another two years, and have a bachelor's in accounting. And then they pay you double. Like, yeah. They, well, not double, but like they, a significant they, increase. They pay for your tuition, and not only that, but they will pay you higher and put you in a higher position because now you know more. And there are multiple classes that are like that. Um, we have this... Uh, one school up here called AWI, I think it's called uh, Advanced Welding Institute or okay. something like that. It is the um, second best welding school in the nation. Um, Sounds pretty good. Yeah, but it, it's around $20,000 to do it. That's a lot. It, yeah, it is. For Well, I guess comparatively to college, it's not that much. Yeah, but if you think about it, second best in the whole nation just for 20 grand? That's pretty good. That that's pretty good. And not only that, but they have thousands of companies all across the US. Oh fuck yeah. That who, are just watching kids. Yeah. Who who ask AWI, "Hey, we need welders. Do you got any right now?" So AWI has actually made a system where they will um set you up with a job after you you pass. And it it's just nine months. Then you know all about welding. They give you a job. And then they just take monthly payment out of your paycheck every month. And then you pay off the 20 grand in full by like a year, it's two years. about like setting up your life for you. Exactly. Holy, you're set. Yeah, your you're job, set. 401k, you're good. Exactly. I mean, there's so many, there's so many better options out of high school than just going to your stereotypical college that you don't know what degree you want to get and then getting like a degree in arts like a bachelor in art but yeah there's there's plenty of other options outside of high school just look just like be aware i didn't know about the awi uh i know there are i know there's a guy who needs a small tinker uh tinker is like a small uh metal worker yeah i'm pretty sure um and he's my dad's friend he's like yeah I don't know. I need someone so bad that like pfft, I'm offering kids to pay for their full education. I'll just pay it off. I'll do it just wow. for them to do it. I thought about that for like two years. I'm like, what if I just did it? Like, I have no experience in that kind of stuff. We but, actually have a small metals class in our uh, high school. Yeah, I know that. But like he's like like zero experience. He does not care if you've taken a single shop class. He will be like, I'll put you in a school. I'll pay for it. He looked at me dead in the eye. He said, you don't have any experience. I don't care. I will literally put you into school. I will pay for it. I will make you pass those classes. and You will work for me. 
I'll pay you fifty thousand dollars a year to just make small metal things for me. Oh shit! I'm like, wow. fuck, man. If I but, didn't hate working for somebody so much, I'd do that. Yeah, if you like didn't know where you were going at all in life, there are you, there are options. There are Look, options. There there are ways where you can just you could just cheat the system. You can just do nothing and still make it on top. If you're smart enough, you can basically do anything. Reach out. Um, one of the biggest things that I wanted to do eventually when I go to either uh, a bigger city or high school. My main thing in high school was like, don't have any enemies. Yeah. There's no point in having enemies. Be friends with literally everybody and see where that takes you in your next step in life. If you're friends with everybody and you reach out to people, and I know it's hard if you're like an introvert, but if like you reach out to people in high school, they will reach back to you later in life. And I don't know, for me, um, I don't have any beef with guys, but interestingly enough, um, there are some girls in our school who oh, just like Eddie, hate my guys. Eddie gets hate on by females. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you say the most whack stuff ever. Yeah. Do you remember? I'm probably. Uh, I don't know if I should tell this story. I, it's good. It's good satire. He was joking. Um, remember that time we get on the track bus? Yes. And they were. Oh, these girls were just being absolutely just horrible. They're like screaming, doing stereotypical like super like annoying girl stuff, like yelling, uh, standing in the. They just weren't getting out of the way, and we had to get on the track bus, and they're like all huddled up. They're like throwing shit. It was just crazy. Yeah. And Eddie is walking by. We're trying to traverse this huge group of girls. And Eddie says to me, really loud, he says, oh, you know what's worse than underclassmen? And he, he's like, women. <laughs> like, I made, it, I made everyone, it loud enough for everyone, everyone to, hear. to hear. And he, of course, you know, he was joking. But everyone turns and looks at him. And they all just start like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, get on the bus, get on the bus. And, we're like, <laughs> and they're, like, oh, they're all like, oh, yeah, Eddie, you suck. You know, it, was, it was funny. It was really funny. Because like a crowd of people just turned on Eddie in a second. <laughs> uh, that was one of my. That was a highlight. That was super funny. Sexism isn't funny though. Respect women. Yes. Treat them. Treat them like queens. Treat man. them like queens. Um, high school is just. I don't know. Is high school overrated or underrated? Uh, I feel like for the majority of people, it's overrated, only because I've heard so many times. This is going to be the best time in your life. And it's like, what? Like, are you like a loser then as an adult? <laughs> or, because that's the only way that I see it is that you're losing at life. Oh, yeah. You should not peak in high school. Yeah. You should not You should never try and like, you shouldn't graduate high school and be like, all right, I peaked. That was it. I feel like peak for me is going to be in my 30s. True. Because like, I don't know, like 20s. Most people are like party years, but I'm not going to party. Oh, you, so, we've talked about this plenty and we've talked about this in previous podcasts. I'll party when I'm rich. Yeah. And so me and Eddie, we have the same mindset of in 20s, like especially college, mm-hmm. like early college, we'll be out partying and we'll be like grinding in my room. Yeah. This, we'll be grinding this. We'll be doing this um, for the foreseeable future, uh, making YouTube videos. We're putting it out there like maybe start some online marketing we don't know we really don't know what we're gonna do but we know it's gonna be great Mm -hmm. and so maybe even like fuck we talk about buying houses yeah (laughs) and renting that shit out like that's that's the end goal right is once we make enough money from like youtube and whatnot we fucking we 
go together we become landlords together yeah we rent apartment buildings and whatnot that's just like a really easy way to make passive income. monday morning guess what i'm doing what i'm going to file for a credit card oh really yeah and wow. then i can get my credit score up and then that way you know just buy a soda can once a month pay it off and my credit score goes up yeah and so that that's when you start being able to uh the banks start looking at you seriously mm-hmm. they um or like once a month pay your gas in your on credit your card. credit card yeah yeah it's really not that hard life is so great that it provides so many opportunities for you to be successful you just have to find the right people i found eddie eddie's great mm-hmm. i love eddie i love you i want you to know that oh, i love you too like it, it, i'm closer with you than i am my relatives i appreciate that yeah uh, of course my relatives aren't the best but <laughs> uh, i i think you are one of like I don't want to say like Eddie brainwashed me right because that's not what happened. But Eddie was is probably the reason why I'm not going to college, and I say that in a good way. I I truly I really have no idea what I wanted to do with my life, and it was coming up to my senior year, and Eddie showed me like he he we we talked about it on track bus rides. We talked about how like yeah I'm going to college, and Eddie's like because I thought that was the only option. Yeah. We're looking around, and I'm like yeah I guess I'm going to college. And I'm like, I told Eddie that. And he's like, I'm not going to college. I'm not going to college. He's like, no. College is a waste of money. I say, well, what are you going to do then? He's like, I don't know. Just not college. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how, how do you plan on making money? How do you get rich? And you, you look at me dead dead in the eye. And you're like, you don't have to go to college to be rich and make money. I'm like, you don't? You show me all these options. You open my world views up. And now I guess I'm still going to college, but I'm going to civil four year university where I'm going to come out like eighty thousand dollars in debt. Um, and I like to use the term "history repeats itself." My my sister uh, went on a uh, Division two scholarship down to West Virginia, and this was she graduated in '08, mm-hmm. Great Recession, and she came out in in horrible debt. Her whole life it, it, it like halted her from doing stuff, and so she out of she had a business degree in finance. Um, went into the 08 market, couldn't get a job. Yeah. Like she could not find a job. She moved to four different major cities with a, a degree, a degree in, um, uh, accounting and another degree. She had a dual degree in, um, accounting and fuck, uh, finance. And she just could not, she went to four major cities. No one wanted her. And she tried, she tried so hard to get a job. Mm-hmm. And so eventually to pay off her debt she's like i gotta pay off this debt like it's it's growing it was growing because she couldn't pay it off the debt was growing like by ten thousand a year oh wow. some whack shit like that like the she set up a horrible i don't know what her plan was i think it was like a horrible plan she set up some and mind you with a d2 scholarship you can have half off your tuition so this is half yeah she's still like a hundred thousand dollars in debt it's growing by 10k each year she needs to find something to pay it off because she's because if you'll make the difference the debt grows uh-huh and so she moved to cities. She did everything she could. Eventually, she had to join the National Guard. And so she wanted to get another degree, but this time the National Guard would pay for it. So she did like a year of her life wasted in the National Guard because mm-hmm. of when she was about to graduate, um, she, she they cut the program. Oh, wow. And so she couldn't afford it anymore. And she comes home and she's like, she's talking to me. I'm talking to her. She's like one of my role models in life, right? Yeah. And she... She had a heart-to-heart conversation with me. And and your ideas were in the back of my mind, right? They weren't prevalent yet. 
because no offense, I, I hardly knew you. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he's not going to college. That doesn't mean I'm not going to college. But like the, what you said stuck to me. It stuck in a way. And, and she comes up to me and she's like, college was the biggest waste of money. I'm like what? Like she was my idol. Like she's my role model. She's like a badass fucking, she's one of the greatest humans I've ever met. And she says, college was such a waste of money. Don't go unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. She's like, I wasted four years of my life partying and getting a degree that I don't even use in life. And now she makes really good money on the uh, fire department. And uh, she's a first responder, uh, first female first responder in her city in over like 50 years or some shit. And so she talked about how she's like, do you think I'm successful? I'm like, yeah, you're like, you have a five bedroom house with a pool and like, she's super rich now. Yeah. She's like, do you think I'm successful? I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you think that was because of college? And I said, well, yeah, right. You went to college and you got your degree. And she's like, no, I could have done this without college. I could have actually been twice as far of where I am now without college. Mm-hmm. I'm she says she said with a super nice house she says I'm stuck where I am because of college I want to be further I want to go further but I can't because of college and that's when I it, it hit me in the head that I don't need college yeah what what made me first realize that college was um a, a huge scam really um was from my siblings mm-hmm. um the first one to go to college was my oldest sister samantha um she's 31 now uh, she's very much older than me uh, she's like 14 years older than me and um she went to college to get a uh, a degree in like nuclear science that's some crazy shit yeah um she's actually like really smart um, but nowadays she's a, uh, stay at home mom. She sometimes works as a bartender, but she does not really? use that degree. She has, she has a degree in nuclear science. She has a degree in nuclear science and she does not use it. I've, she has a husband who, um, is a plumber. So he makes bank. He makes like a hundred thousand dollars a year and she's a stay at home mom. Like she I don't know if she remembers all the nuclear science stuff that she knows, but like, she's she was super smart. Well, she she is she's really super, smart. Yeah. Like she's just a stay at home mom. Yeah, she's what she just, chose to do. Yeah, and it's like that probably would have happened even without college. Like, and it's, it's just crazy. Same shit happened to my my two brothers. The one brother I told you about mm-hmm. uh, got a degree in like natural science. Uh, some he went he like went to Alaska and watched like trout hatch and stuff like that. Hmm. But he when he was in high school and college, he got this job at Menards. Yeah, and he just worked at Menards, worked super hard, right? Graduated college, could have had another job at some science department. Decided to just stay at Menards, and he worked his way up. Eventually, got into the uh, general manager of that Menards. Mm-hmm. And then he got his way to corporate, and he's literally his degree. He talked. He told me stories around the fireplace. He says, uh, "You know, my degree did not help me whatsoever in corporate. I just had a degree and it let me move on. But I could have gotten a degree in business, but I didn't. He had a degree in science, and so literally, as they brought him up, like people around him taught him what to do, and he just did it. Oh wow! And so now he's like super high up money manager for Menards. But and the thing is, he doesn't even 
you know, he didn't use his degree. Yeah. Same with the other one. But this one dropped out of college. And for a while, he was lost. And I, and he was kind of, I don't want to say it, I, and I hate being mean, but like people saw him as like the stoner. Yeah. And kind of the loser. But he started his own vape company. That vape company has grown like 200% in the past three years. Mm-hmm. He's the wealthiest out of the three. I, I, I would say that. Really? Yes. Wow. The way he spends his money and the way he's able to afford things tells me he is probably the most well-off out of the three. Hmm. Wow. And so all those things came together, including you. And I just, I said to myself, I don't need to go to a major four-year university to do good in life. If I work hard and I and I grind my life out, we can be successful in our own way. Exactly. And what I've also seen was the very, very bad side of college which um is what you saw with your sister. I saw with my sister Alex. She's um she's still in college right now because she is going to college um to be a band director. And um she has a lot of health problems and so she has a ton of like medical bills that she like is still paying off. Um because I, like there's a lot of iron deficiency stuff that she sure, deals sure, with. Sure, sure. And, yeah. But um, like she's just in huge debt from both medical bills and also college. Um, she sometimes struggles to even like eat, you know, like my dad has to send her money some months to like, even just like pay basic needs. And she, she's already still live living off of like instant ramen and shit like that. How old is she? Um, she is 23, 24. That's rough. Yeah. She's been, this is like her fifth year in college. College is like high school, but you live on campus. (laughs) Yeah. But you can leave whenever you want and there's way more freedom. Don't get me wrong on that. But it's still like a, a very again colleges your your classes are all based on your teachers yeah and so i don't i don't know i really don't know a lot of things anymore life has just been crazy the past year high school has just been insane right now the reason we don't have like more youtube videos up on our main channel right now is literally because we're too busy with high school yeah you have high school problems we're high schoolers yeah i have basketball eddie has fights (laughs) fights <laughs> yes but um once high school ends and we get into the summer before college we've talked about this our life is gonna be a grind yeah. a grind fest definitely wake up every day if we're not typing out a script we're recording if we're not recording we're editing if we're not editing we're uploading <laughs> if we're yeah. not doing any of that we're working our other jobs to pay for this mm-hmm. i mean this is our goal this is this is yeah we should set real. You know what we should do? We should set realistic goals for that YouTube channel. By the yeah. end of the year, we want this many views and this many subscribers, type thing, and this many videos out. And, and if not, you know, and have like an actual upload schedule. Mm-hmm. And we have two years to make this work because Eddie's not going to college. He's going to stay around here for two years, mm-hmm. just working his tail off. Uh, he's going to work at a cranberry marsh doing hard intensive labor he'll be living on the cranberry marsh because they give him free housing and he's just going to be grinding yeah they, i actually get really nice benefits there because i only pay utilities mm-hmm. 
which utilities I'm probably it's probably not even going to be more than a hundred bucks a month. Are you going to buy a, a car? Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, <laughs> I still don't even have my license at, at seventeen, but that's fine. Um, Are you taking your you're taking your online driver's license, right? Um, I was actually just a few lessons away, but I didn't finish it within two weeks, which I think you need to. Oh, so you can I, just redo it. So I am um. I'm probably just going to wait until after I'm 18 because after I'm 18, then it just becomes like super duper uber easy. Um, it's like, I'll, I mean, I could still get my temps really easily, but then as soon as I turn 18, then I can, you're fine. Yeah. Then I can take my test right away. And yeah. So we have, uh, that's two years of my online community college and then two years of Eddie working. And we're going to see what we can do off of that. And then after those two years, I'm either going to make a decision, right? My life will be at a crossroads at this point. And so will Eddie's. Yeah. We're either going to stick with it because we've seen significant growth. We're going to move somewhere, get shit done, right? Or other crossroad is I go to, it it failed tremendously. We failed. Mm -hmm. And because failure, you always have to see as an option. And I go to and finish my degree at a two-year major university somewhere else yeah weren't you one time offered like uh, a college scholarship in like charlottesville or something like oh so. yeah i got a i got a weird division like three offer yeah charleston west oh, virginia Char- charleston west virginia yeah which is like super wacky <laughs> like i don't want to do that in division three you can't even pay for your college tuition oh so they just like you should come check out West Charleston, West Virginia. It's like no, I was I was offered at one point a Division Two scholarship from Track, but it wasn't official. It was like a word of mouth type scholarship. Mm-hmm. It was. Ooh, let's see here. It was my sister's boss at the time, who trains like NFL athletes, has ties to this college, and then by extension, he offered me something. He said he could definitely get me in for free. Uh, there's this college that's free tuition. I thought that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Some states have free tuition, which I didn't think about, which is West Virginia. And he would, he would, uh, just tutor me. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well that makes sense. Cause it's West Virginia. Nobody wants to live in Uh, fucking narcotic central. Yeah. Not only that, but they have like, you know, in the rankings of states, like the 50th worst economy, the like 50th worst, like everything, because they are the worst state, honestly. Yeah, so this episode has gone from high school to our future. Yeah. Now you know. Well, my interesting thought has always been, what What are you going to do? Like, what's going to go on with your girlfriend? Like, where is she get? What's she going to do? Because I know that she wants to, she's definitely going to college. Yeah. She, she's, she, she's, her parents, the way that they structure the, her life is college is the only option. Yeah. There's no other way. So, like, is she moving away? To she's, like a, she's going to do, um, I think she's going to do four years at Michigan Tech, hmm. which is great because um, she, they, she got a huge scholarship from Tech. She got like half her tuition paid off um, from this like leadership scholarship. I don't know. She applied to it. She won. Um, so she's def- I think she's definitely going there because of that. And the other college she wants to go to hasn't like written back to her at all Oh, wow. after she applied. Mm-hmm. So they kind of ignored her, ghosted her a little bit. So she's definitely going to go there. And the great thing is they own property that is – in between uh, Michigan Tech and here, and like literally 
for us to like meet at that property, it's a 45 minute drive for oh, me, a 45 wow. minute drive for her. And we just meet at the property. That's actually, yeah, pretty cool. Right? Yeah. It works out pretty great. Um, I, She's, again, I have online college, so I'm probably going to get a laptop eventually. Maybe like a really cheap laptop. I'll, yeah. I'll, I can go wherever I want and do school. I would recommend getting like a, like a $1,200 laptop. Yeah. Because mine is $800 and... You know it's it's pretty good, but sometimes I I think about maybe I should have gone a little a little bit, bit better, a little bit better. Well, and the thing is, is that like I have this, this and what I'm pointing at right now is my huge desktop. Because I, I, I would get something cheap that I would just need like Google Doc for. Mm-hmm. Like I would need I need like just my documents, log on my classes, get shit done from wherever. Yeah, like I wouldn't edit videos on it. I would maybe write a script on it when i'm away so i, I can, mean i can work from anywhere even on my 800 dollars laptop i can i can edit 1080p video and that's really all you need so yeah uh picture like if you want to picture like what me and eddie are gonna look like this summer picture steve jobs and and wozniak sitting in their garage like just working on it the first apple yeah that's what i picture me and eddie will be in my room uh, you know what i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you a fucking desk I'm going to buy you a cheap-ass desk. You're going to be set up right there. I'm going to get rid of these fucking stupid-ass recliners that I have in my room. I have, like, these two recliners that take up a ridiculous amount of space. I don't even use. I just put clothes on and <laughs> use them as storage. I'm going to move that. I'm going to get that out of there. I'm going to get you a fucking desk, and we're going to be right here working for hours. Anytime we have free time. I'm going to pick you up wherever the fuck you are, and we're going to make this work. Do you understand that? Yes. Once, once high school is over, even towards, like, the end of high school, when, like, basketball is over mm. we're we're i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you like you'll see it in me like i will flip a switch and i we will gr- we will literally fucking grind everything out i i think at the at the very end of high school you and i are gonna be like um kind of like frantic to to maybe for you to get grades up or something and me like just getting like work done for yeah those classes i mean actually my second semester is far easier than my first semester okay um so because i only have art classes mm. and gym classes i have my next semester's three uh study halls really three i could have a, a full day of just sitting in the library <laughs> um so uh, the only class that's like mm, a little bit hard is journalism and that is not a hard class. All, all you have to do is write a lot about stuff, and I'm really good at that. Like, like my writing isn't high quality, but I can write a whole bunch of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, let me let me tell you because I feel like you feed off my energy. We've mm-hmm. talked about that in other podcasts where Eddie kind of like takes in in the mood. Like, if I'm happy, he'll be happy. If I'm sad, he'll be sad. Yeah. Kind of attitude. If I'm tired, he's tired. I could like we could, he could be super tired, but like if I act like a crackhead, Eddie will match my energy. You will you will physically and visibly see it in me that one day, I swear to God, I do this all the time. I will flip a switch, mm-hmm. and I will not turn it off. And you're going to ma- you're going to match my energy. Yeah, and we're that- gonna be sitting in this fucking room, like sweaty ass little teenagers, and just getting shit done. That that's what has been hard for me sometimes has been like this, um. This thing where, like, I will, I won't be able to, like, get work done by myself, usually. Mm -hmm. 
Like sometimes it'll just be very hard for me to find motivation. But if someone like texts me and is like, hey, you want to go study or like something like that? I'm like, oh yeah, sure. And like, you will you will work double as hard. I've seen it. I um I used to have this one class called Aspire. It's where they put all the dumb kids, basically. <laughs> all, all the kids with really bad grades. And I would never do my math homework, but I would always help other people with their math homework. And in, in return, you got better at math. Yeah. You got better at... You, you were in the, like, Aspire class, and you, in turn, you were better than me at math, just learning math regularly, because you would mm-hmm. help kids so much. Yeah. And I, I would just like be like, oh, yeah, this is how you do that. This is how you do that. And I I would never do my own math homework, but I would always help others with it. And I, I think that just applies with everything is that like, well, I may not be able to do work on my own. Like if it's with another person, then I just work forever. I, this is how Eddie's mind work. In high school, he took, so usually it's like you take algebra as a freshman, geometry as a sophomore. Algebra 2 is a junior, and then if you want to take pre-calc, maybe uh, there's advanced mathematical applications for if you didn't learn the two. Eddie, as a sophomore, took geometry and algebra 2 at the same time, which you only did if you were going into, like, pre-calc, calc, like, the hard classes. But Eddie did it because he was so fucking done with math. He just wanted to get that shit over with. Yeah. And you you passed those classes with, like, good grades, didn't you? Yeah. Which was super impressive, considering like kids who do that are usually like 4.0 students. Eddie was like, no offense, but you were like the Aspire Kids student. Yeah. <laughs> and so like people were like, you're taking two math classes this this year. And you're like, yeah. You went back to back days. And then my junior year, I was like, oh, that worked out so well. I'm gonna double up on my uh, social studies. Mm-hmm. So I took two social studies classes at once, and then I also took multiple math classes at once my first semester junior year i was taking three english classes all at once and then my second semester i was only taking one but i was taking two social studies classes at once well now you're just chilling yeah yeah i have easy classes i'm kind of chilling but kind of stressed so my classes are a little more i have like two classes that are like kind of okay i gotta pay attention to this class the rest are like fuck off classes (laughs) yeah Uh, but eddie has zero um, serious classes. They're all fuck off classes. Actually, my uh, my worst grade right now is an intro to culinary arts. Really? Yeah. Wow. You um, bad cook? <laughs> no, it's it's not that. She doesn't have our cooking in as the majority grade. It's the tests, and I did not know that there was going to be tests in that class. In fact. Tonight, I have to work on this thing called an e-portfolio, which we basically just take pictures of our um, food that we have cooked and then write descriptions about them. That's what makes up like 90% of our grade. Oh, that's why you want to get this podcast done so early because we got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and if I, if I don't get that turned in, then I will like literally fail culinary arts. So, but I mean, other than that, there, there's literally nothing. It's funny because you're like passing culinary arts. No, no, you're about to fail culinary arts, right? But you, you're passing with A's in like business law and like other much harder classes. Yeah, and that's why high school is so whack. It's not about the class; it's about the teacher. Exactly. Always about the teacher. Your teacher it like resonates with you with how well you do in the class. I think they put way too much power into teachers. Yeah, and you know, 
a lot of people say that chemistry is hard because of the teacher. Um, I would talk to him all the time, and because I'd have such a good time in that class, I, I, I would just learn better in that class. And um, there was this one time where um, I, I got finished with my work, and he, he saw that after I got finished with my work, I started uh, going on my laptop and writing stuff for my English paper. And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, English. And he was like, no, you do chemistry in here. And I was like, but I'm already finished with my with my work. He was like, just go and study more. Yeah, zero and, sympathy. We've, yeah, yeah. Z- zero th- sympathy. And um, I, I was like, no, I, I'm just going to do this. And he was like, okay, I'll make you a deal. If you get 100 on this next test, perfect score, then I will let you do other work in this class. And then the test rolls around, uh, and I'm it's mostly just math, which I'm pretty good at math. So I, I end up getting a perfect score. And he, as he's handing it back to me, he's like, you got it, you know. But uh, I was like, yeah, like just do that for everybody, not just me. Yeah, like, just leave me alone. Yeah. And here's this crazy thing. I hate him as a teacher. Yeah. I, I like him as a human. Mm-hmm. He's a coach. I've talked to him. He's a really down-to-earth, chill guy. Like, I'm sure outside of high school, he's a great friend. He'd be, like, a great friend to have. Yeah. But, like, as a teacher, he's just not a good teacher. And he has gone on record to to me saying I would hate to have a student as a friend. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why? He makes it his mission to make sure he knows, like, we know that we are not his friend. Yeah. By any stretch of the imagination. Exactly. It's just a student-teacher relationship. But at the same time, whenever I talk to him, it's like we're friends. Right. So it's like, what do you what do you mean? What are you talking about? But like you get better results as a teacher if you treat them like humans and as a friend. Yeah. Like you they learn more, the grades are better, and everything else. Can we talk about the system of which the state decides how to hand out funding for high schools? I don't know that as well. You don't know that? Uh, if I'm wrong, uh, hopefully someone will correct me in the future, but I believe this is how it goes. If you get like better scores on like basic tests, like remember in middle school we took those um, wacky English, math, science, reading tests? Oh, yeah, the standardized tests. Yeah. Like the star if you, testing. The better you do on... This is why they were so crucial on us actually caring about that, even though it wasn't for grade or anything. Mm-hmm. If we did good on that, this school got more funding. Yeah. Here's the wacky thing. Schools that need funding are going to do bad on that test. Mm-hmm. They so, so how does that work? It's a perpetual system of downfall. The schools that get higher tests are going to get more funding. The more funding they get, the more they can spend on technology, better education, and, and they can further that, you know, that goodness, right? I, I think that's what happened with our school. I think that's why our school, because it actually costs millions of dollars a year to run our school and like like tens of millions it costs a lot of money and uh, sometimes I, I i don't really understand it because we're out in the middle of nowhere our our population is like 1600 people compared to the schools around us our, our school beautiful like yeah <laughs> nice clean beautiful school mm-hmm. 
And I think that's what happened where like we were just getting better scores because of the way that our system is set up where we have this Phoenix Center for the credit deficient kids. We have like a hundred percent or ninety nine point nine percent graduation rate. So uh we just get all the money. We and, get all and that money in turn gives us a better education. Um like we're the only school within like a 50 60 mile radius to have an indoor and outdoor track. Yeah. Which is cr- no other school around here has an indoor track. I think our outdoor track isn't actually that well maintained because we have an indoor track. Right. Uh sometimes we overstretch a little bit. And we don't actually have a pool, which is something like rich schools have. Yeah. Even the, the, the less fortunate schools around us don't have have a pool, and we don't. Mm-hmm. But, like, what's the fuck? Um, our school that used to be equal in size to us, mm-hmm. uh, Tomahawk. Oh, yeah. They used, to have, they used to be equal in size, right? Similar economy, similar size. But they, they overexpended way too much in the early uh, 70s. Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of kept the steady growth of like graduation rate, knowledge, standardized testing. And so our school rose in population, funding, size, everything else. It grew. And Tomahawk uh, overextended on like a pool, um, brand new football field, brand new stadium. And guess what? That shit hasn't changed since the 70s. Oh, they actually God. had to discontinue their swim program. So they literally have a pool with no purpose. Oh no! And so their their economy stunted. Um, they overextended their budget. They couldn't get the newer things. Like when Chromebooks came around, we each got laptops. Yeah. Tomahawk struggled with that, and so they didn't get that much funding. The graduation rate dropped. Uh, economy dropped. So Tomahawk has stagnated while we steadily rose, and that's why there's such a big difference. Like just sports uh, mm-hmm. enrollment stuff like that. Oh, that's us, why. In us and Tomahawk. Wow, because Tomahawk, no offense to Tomahawk. Has been shit at every sport for as long as we've been in high school and many years past that. Yeah. I don't remember the last time we lost at Tomahawk in anything. Exactly. It's insane. Uh, So that's just the unfortunate fall of how public high school goes. The the rich stay rich and the poor get poorer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's basically how capitalism works. Talk about small schools. You think our school is small? There's a school, how far away is Phelps? 40, 30 minutes? Yeah. Uh, there's a school with the average class size of like eight. Yeah, eight, 12. It's a public school. It's not like a private Christian school. It's a, it's a public school and it is microscopic. And you, you got to think about like, um, I know someone who went to school there and how she described it to me was like the relationships there they would basically like pass each other around because like people would break up with each other and then your best friend would get with them. And I, I wouldn't even be mad because like <laughs> who else are you supposed to get with? Exactly. <laughs> it's like the teacher, <laughs> you know, and I'm, the teachers like were triple threat teachers. Mm-hmm. So you have a teacher teaching like science and then they'd also teach math. Uh, it's such a small school. It's weird. The only reason the school keeps going is it doesn't get enough like money from its students. There are like three rich families in the area. Mm-hmm. And they all donate like a million dollars a year, really, to the school, and that's what keeps it going. Even though it's like, it's like uh, giving air to a dead horse. You know, you're just pumping it up, but it's it's gonna die. We <laughs> just, we do actually have a lot of rich people who live around in our area. Here's the problem, though: the the rich come for the summer because we live on a really nice like chain of lakes. We're like a tourist destination of the world. We are, we are literally 
the biggest chain of lakes in the entire world. Yeah, if you if you think about like, um, uh, if you live in Illinois area and you're like, oh yeah, me and my uh, me and my dad uh, about to go up north, eh? Like go uh, going up. We are up north. Yeah, like, we are the up north. People come and we are like such a tourist town. It's not even funny. And I've I've watched movies growing up, uh, The Great Outdoors. Mm-hmm. where this family from Illinois goes to visit the Northwoods. It is literally based on Eagle River, Wisconsin. And I didn't even realize that until we moved up here. Really? Yeah. Wow. I so didn't, I didn't know that. It, life is just, uh, I don't know. It, it, and it's crazy how we're the snowmobile capital of the world because our population is only 1,600 people. Like we have the world championship in our small town. Oh, yeah. People from all over the world, Russia, Canada, Norway, they come and race in our small town. And it's wild. Yeah. Because people say they only have to deal with uh, tourists one summer out of the year. For us, it's winter and it's summer Mm -hmm. and spring and fall. We have tourists constantly cycling through our small town. Mm -hmm. And there'll be periods where it's dead. There'll be periods where it's packed. There's no in between. The most dead um, part is probably November. Oh, those are called the mud months. Yeah. Because like... What happens is that it's it's too early for like Christmas and snowmobiling, but it's too late to enjoy the good weather that we have here in the summer, and it's it it's too late for like going out on your boat and fishing and stuff. And and the months after winter, yeah. Um. So it, yeah, it's too or it's too late to go snowmobiling because the trails are muddy, slush. But like you don't come up here to see the you know beautiful lakes because it's still like snowing every other day but the snow turns to mud and the mud is just so like october november those are like kind of crappy months early december is kind of crappy but then it starts picking up in like mid end of december we have like tons of people here now because they're on the snowmobile trails you know like we get a lot of people up here in the winter which is wacky we live in a wacky town the wacky high school to be honest yeah, it it is kind of weird because like, um, I I know someone who used to live up here, but then moved down to Missouri, and I get to hear about how different it is in bigger schools, and it it actually boggles my mind because like, here in a small school, if you openly talk shit to someone, everyone knows about it and. Everyone hates you. So what happens is that instead of talking shit straight to people's face, um, you'll say it behind their back. That is not a normal thing for any school. Really? Yeah, it's just because we live in a small school. So, um, like, down in Missouri, in bigger schools, there will be fights all the time. All the time. Every day. Yeah, we don't have fights. Yeah, every day there will be, like, a fist fight. But then up here, you know, nobody's, nobody's, uh, well, as soon as you get, yeah, as soon as you get in a fight up here, you're expelled, like instant expelled. Well, Um, you don't, you don't actually get expelled up here because you get, we talked about a graduation rate. Yeah. Like the punishment is significantly worse up here than it is down there. It's bad. It's bad rep for our school to have fights. Mm -hmm. The only fights that have ever happened that I've seen happen in the like boys locker room. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I remember one time this kid, young underclassman, called uh, one of our African-American students the N-word. 
Oh God. Then, oh, I remember. Yeah. That. And then yeah. he like, but the kid was special. I had, so it was kind of a, it was an awkward situation and, and he kind of tossed him on the locker and it was a bit of a fight, but I've, I haven't seen like a true fist fight in the hallway, you know, like, you know, recording on your phone, gathered around people, fist fight. Yeah. Which I, we tell our stories on here, but I'm sure somewhere out there, there are like schools that are just so much worse. Mm-hmm. Like we, we say our school's wacky. I'm sure everything that we've said in this podcast happens at other schools and tenfold. Yeah. Poof. So much, oh, so bad. Some but, crazy high but school I think, stories. I think what doesn't happen at other schools is the talking behind people's backs. I think there's, like, I think there's drama, but the weird thing is, is that like you can gossip in a bigger school with like a close group of friends, uh, but in a small school like ours, you gossip and like kind of everyone knows about it except the person you talked about. You know? Yeah, that is kind of weird. And and the weird thing is that. There's like this weird thing inside of your head when you know that if you do something, everyone in your whole school knows. Oh, yeah. That's there's, like... There's no hiding it. Yeah. That's like a weird thought process because like, you know, in a big school, a hundred people could know about what you've done. And that's basically like the same size as our school. Well, we have like 400 people, but... um. You know, like the same amount of people in each school could know about it, but it feels bigger in our school because there's just everyone less knows. Yeah. Uh, my cousin got uh, got some photos of her leaked doing things, uh-huh. and like only like a fifth of the school knew about it, and like that was crazy because she went on to have like a normal high school life, but like yeah. if that happened in our school everybody knows everybody we talk about yeah there have been people who have gotten leaked in our school and everyone knows about it true 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 (coughs) third sneeze of the third sneeze of the podcast let's go it's always me god damn well eddie we're hour and 37 in want to call it a day yeah this has been a pretty good productive conversation about school i feel like this one flows i feel like these kind of conversations flow just a little bit better than the question and answers yeah there's always that awkward point of pausing but we were, we were able to keep a nice so yeah i guess this isn't high school as much as like schools in general because we did like for a good 20 minutes talk about college yeah but um and also it i don't know i, I feel like the reason why it was more fluid was because both you and i are very passionate about this subject oh most definitely because like before we would ask questions and it would be like interesting but it we wouldn't be passionate about that interest you know yeah yeah yeah. so this this has been writing the narrative with jake and eddie i'm eddie i'm i'm jake (laughs) Uh, uh, this has uh, been writing the narrative i guess we'll see you people later goodbye have a great day